All right, hi. Welcome to the Trucking with Kingfish show. But today we're going to do something a little different. Today we're going to do something with, with trolleys, trains, going down the railroad. We went to Lake Geneva. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And we went over to the East Troy Museum where they run their own trolley. Now the museum and the trolley are hand in hand. You know, you have the, the, you know, you have the car, the station, and they serve dinner at the station to do all kinds of stuff. They have pizza train. They go out with the trolleys, do the pizza train. They have dinner train, which is what we wanted to do, but they couldn't do the, you know, couldn't serve the, couldn't serve the food. I'll get it out. Couldn't serve the food on the train because of the COVID. So what they did was we went out on the trolley. Then we came back. It was a beautiful ride. And then we had a nice dinner at the, at the station, which was really nice. And, uh, you know, when they, here's the funny thing, their criteria for uh, being able to run the train, you know, you have to get trained and you get it certified and all that. And then they put a martini glass up. And if you can make it to the end of the seven mile journey and not spill, then you're qualified to run the dinner train. And if you spill, then you go back for more training. And I thought that was really cool. All the uh, people there were, you know, volunteers, except for the one guy who ran the whole thing. And it was just fantastic. It was just a fantastic experience. So we're going to do this in two parts. Part one is sitting at the station, listening to the train, listening to the sounds as it's getting ready. The trolley, I should say trolley. And then part two will be the actual trip. And then I didn't record maybe a little bit at dinner. I think there's a little ambient music at the end. So let's go ahead and get started with that. This will be part one. It's not too long. And then if you really want to just skip the train, you know, sounds from the very beginning when they're gearing up you know, getting ready to go, then just go ahead and slip, flip, switch, flip, go to part two. Part two is a little bit better. You know, it's got the train going down a road and all that stuff, and you can hear the whistle, and it's just, it was a really cool experience. Now, when you're listening, keep in mind, I recorded with uh, the binaural uh, Seinhauser Ambios, so it's not like I had everybody mic'd up, okay? So just, you know, keep that in mind, all right? So here we go. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes. You've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. Part of the Chicago Transit Authority, uh, cars from the 1920s to about 1970s. 
I love this. Yeah, yeah, so, no, it didn't, it didn't show out in the mouth. It's still in the mouth. It's still in the mouth. So what happened? Oh my god. I just talked to my wife in Heartland. She said it's hailing and lightning. Well, it said it was going to be very... Yeah, if you look at the clouds right over there, yeah. it's thunderstorm. compressor these are our two tanks reservoir and train air okay okay reservoir gets pumped up that's the red needle and then the train air gets pumped up and they have to equalize to release the brakes uh, semi truck if there's no air though the big spring in the hub keeps yeah. the brakes on this if there's no air there's no brakes oh oh just oh yeah and the reason it has to be like that is because when you have multiple cars on a train, if it was the way in the semi, the first car, you apply the brakes first, then the second car, then the third car, then the fourth car, because it takes a finite amount of time for the air to get go through. With this system, every car has its own reservoir tank and its own train air tank. Oh. And so every car in the train is balanced. And when you unbalance the air here, it balances the, lane, the entire length of the train at the same time. Okay. So all the brakes apply evenly.
Oh, wait a minute. I bet you're from Illinois, aren't you? I am from Illinois. I can tell by your eyes. There we go. Now Sue told me. Uh, <laughs> Illinois, get it right, brother. <laughs> I knew it. There we go. All right, guys. Rachel, get you heated up. Thank you very much. Where would you like to sit, my dear? Anywhere you want. Right here or the left? Uh, anywhere you want. How about right here in the middle? Here? Yeah, so you can run back to the seats that are facing that way. Oh, you're good where you are. I'm oh. Saying, uh, oh. And you want us to face which way? This way. Okay. Right. Train's going that way, so come on back and sit in the seats that are facing the right way. And then on the way back, you can change seats again. Okay, okay. Perfect. Turn around. We're not going to turn around. We're going to change direction when we get up to the lake, and then you guys that are back here, if you don't want to ride backwards, you can move here to be going frontwards. Okay. But we don't go that fast, so nobody's going to get sick going backwards or anything. So. All right. Now the only thing Jim's going to probably oh sorry, Jim's going to probably tell you this again. So act surprised, okay? Okay. Uh, the windows. This car is almost a hundred years old. It was built in the early 1920s for the Chicago South Shore. Okay. These windows are 100 years old. They can slip and come down. So you can put your elbows on the window sill, but don't not pass the window because if it comes down, it's going to hurt. Okay. Now they don't they don't fall very often, but we don't want to take a chance. All right. And if you need help opening or closing, let us know. Okay. Remember, act surprised. Act surprised. <laughs> the wind blowing. We got All right, that was the sitting at the station, getting ready to leave out. Part two, we'll have the train going down the road. Um, you know, I just can't get over it. It was a really exciting time. You know, it was a lot of fun. It really was. I just can't get over what uh, 
you know, what an awesome trip it was. I definitely want to do it again. What we're probably going to do is we're going to go back when uh, we can do the, you know, the whole dinner train experience. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. Who knows? Maybe we can go back and talk them into letting us ride on the uh, speeder. You know, the little thing that runs up for inspecting the rails and what have you. That feels like a lot of fun. And maybe we can get them during a slow day and go inspect the the maintenance facilities and things like that. I think that would be pretty cool. You know, I'm all into transportation, whether it's trucking, trains, or planes. But quite honestly, the uh, trains and the trucking kind of do it for me. I'm more into that than anything else. Well, that's probably what I see the most. So anyway, that's what we got going on, and tune into part two. That's where it gets really fun, all right? I hope everybody's having a beautiful day, and I hope you enjoy part two. See you soon. Kingfish out.